Welcome to Lack of Focus, an X-Wing Miniatures Game podcast, brought to you by Dice Hate Productions. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Lack of Focus. I'm not your host, Ed Horn, I'm Chris, and um, yeah, Ed's unfortunately not able to join us tonight. We had um, some plans for him and Sean to be playing a game and me to be doing some filling and commentary and like just general hosting of discussions, but um, some uh, family stuff came up, which... Um, We'll leave that to Ed to talk about when he can come back if he wants to or not. But we thought it was better to just push on without him. So it's just me and Sean tonight. So, hey, Sean, how are you doing? Hey, Chris. Hey, does that make you the guest host? Um, Yeah, I suppose. The, yeah. the stand-in host. The, the stand-in uh, host. The outstanding host. I don't know. Whichever way you want to do it, I don't mind, you know. <laughs> uh, you you the, can be the, my the partner host. in crime and gaming, you know. There you go. I'm just going to be your partner in crime and gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll do our best to, you know, fill in and just keep keep it rolling. So I've got no idea how long this show is going to be, how much content we have, but it's us. So inevitably we'll random uh, tangents and all of that stuff, but we'll be fine. We I've thrown together a couple of talking points for us to look at. Uh, over Sean's advice, um, yeah, like I said, we we had the best laid plans to go over one of the scenarios and like talk about the feelings of it and try and make it into a you know put learn along with us kind of episode. But it is what it is. We'll uh, we'll get on and go uh, go without it. So yeah. Um, how are you, Sean? What have you been up to? Uh, not a lot. Mostly Project Zomboid and then working on some stuff. I have a new bathtub being installed in a few weeks. I have to get everything ready for that and have everything prepped. So that's kind of my number one priority. But but I've been playing Project Zomboid um, quite a bit. Uh, yeah. We played a bunch last weekend and stuff. And Yeah, I, I got your invite see... last weekend, I think it was. I can't remember what day yeah, it was. It was last, been... last Friday, I think. Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy week. I'll I'll get into it on mine, but um, yeah. I was just yeah. like, I can't. I can't even. <laughs> it is what it yeah, is, you know. Yeah, we have five playing right now. Um, we can support two more with the amount of memory I'm dedicating towards it. So. Yeah, if you or even Ed wanted to jump in at some point, but we have, uh, you know, it's pretty cool to have more people playing than just the solo. I like solo version's fun. I actually like this. I like playing in the multiplayer solo, which is really weird because yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind running all over the map, you know, or walking all over the map. It's just I've, easier when you need to get someplace. It's I assume there's like friendly fire enabled, so you end up. We do not. Stuff. We do not oh. right now have it. All right. When we when we restart the server, we'll probably add more. Uh, this is kind of our learning, you know, beginning learning yeah. style. Because I one hundred percent would shoot you in the leg so that I could run away from the zombies quicker than you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, playing on multiplayer is a lot different too, especially when you're the host, because you have to be either there or kill your character so you're not starving to death while everybody else is playing 
Right. If you have an act, if you have an active character, it's alive and it's active. So yeah. <laughs> so right. there there are some are some things with that, but it's it's just fun to play. It's a blast. Uh, we just last weekend we got into cars. You know that was our first foray into into driving cars in the game and stuff. And I did a little bit. I, I play with a controller, so it's a, I think it's easier than it would be the WASD driving because you're driving with right and left right and left triggers and then joystick um, yeah. for maneuvering and stuff but everybody else plays with the keyboard and keyboard and mouse and but it was yeah. fun i had i had a character that was about halfway up in all skills and then i went out and did the usual dumb thing and got killed by doing something really really stupid i can't remember if we had... spoke about it on the show or if it was just on the um a preamble to a D&D stuff, but like, uh, I remember the first time I heard a helicopter, I went outside yeah. seeing if I could wave down the helicopter and get rescued or something, because I didn't know what it was. It was like, right. oh no, that just attracts the zombies. So, it, yeah, well, it, yeah, I got mauled. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what you were saying. I just, I think it's funny because you don't really understand that at first, you know, what it's about. You think, yeah. I'm getting rescued. If you don't read or, or know what's going on to, with it, you know, you think they're going to be up there shooting the zombies and trying to rescue. No. Nope. Yeah, g- give me a supply drop. That's what I'm here for, yeah. you know? Yeah, you know, the, get the crate, you know, the, the parachuted in crate and stuff. But no. Yeah, I one was thing, all one set. Thing, <laughs> one thing we learned really, really, so we played Wednesday night, last night, and yeah. uh, we learned, we're trying to find the sledgehammer in the game because that's how you break down the special doors and stuff. Yeah, and then you can also build your base and break stairs and stuff with it. And by God, we've been through three towns and we cannot find the sledgehammer. So it's yeah. probably in some building somewhere on the map that you, you know, unless you're paying total attention to, you know, we'll never find it. It's it's really interesting. Um, you know, the things that you absolutely need, and you know, the cool thing about the game is it's really just a sandbox game it never ends you know you can keep going and keep going um we only have three mods added in but you could you know play modded games you can do everything with it and you know just kind of change the game every time you play it so it's a cool game though fun to play um the other thing i did is i watched some of the las vegas open um on dion's uh gold gold squadron podcast stream and uh it was interesting to watch some games um it's really interesting to see what what the past of X-Wing probably is, you know, and interesting to think about what the future is going to be and how much it'll change how tournaments go and tournaments games go. So that was kind of cool to do. Um, I watch Dion stuff quite a bit when I get time and and I catch it online and stuff. And, you know, he does a good job of presenting and, and, and casting it and everything and I'm actually glad to see that events will be starting up, which we can talk about later, but um, we'll start seeing events again where he can travel to and, you know, do, do what he does with the events and, yeah, you know, kind of keep the, hopefully the visual popularity of the game going for those that can't be at those types of events and stuff. But other than that, I haven't done much. Um, you know, like I said, most of my time is going to be spent getting ready for that new bathtub to be installed um yeah and then once that's done it'll make my life a little bit better um as far as you know physical therapy and stuff so it'll be nice 
Yeah. How about you, Chris? What have you done lately? Um, it started off well. I, I played X Wing again on Friday. I got um a couple of games in with the um the Jedi like Republic list I was talking about the other week. Uh, yep. Running a, a nice cheap lot, and then um, yeah, a lot of Agile Gunner, Shakti with Brilliant Invasion, um, Luminara with Seven B, and the Alpha Astromech to make the turns easier. And then okay. little little and Annie in the N one, and uh, <laughs> an advanced proton torpedo. Yeah, and yeah, it was really good fun actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm That's good. Doing like if the game's finished at seventy five minutes. I'm undefeated in three, I think. Um, I lost one game because I carried on. Like we, we set a timer and played twelve rounds just because we have no idea what it's going to be, and I just right. checked the the scores at both points, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it was it was winning a time in both, and then I lost one in um in the last second to last round of the game. I was. Uh, I had Shakti left undamaged and the lat, and he was he had um, Major Von Reg from the FO tie. Um, yeah, Major Von Reg's tie. I, don't, I can't remember what its actual name is anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'd knocked one shield off Von Reg, and I was like, I just wanted to see if I could pressure him because he's an I six, I'm an I four, and I wanted to see if I could, you know, keep getting shots and how it would go. But I just got overly aggressive, but you know, and like got yep. in tight, and then the I six, like potential for double reposition, just got too much, and then he just, he chipped into half points for me, and then that was a game. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's, I it was fine. I enjoyed it, and I even playing out the last three because I think it was only at three or four turns extra we ended up playing to do the full twelve, and like. Had I played, I'll say properly, as if the game mattered, gotcha. then I probably wouldn't have died because I like Shakti would have been carrying double evade tokens and um, yeah, two evades and one force every round. Yep, because like she carries over her one evade. Um, yeah, so two for yeah two yeah, it'd be impossible for me to die. Pretty right. right. He would have to get a range one shot, and I would need to roll triple blanks for him to do one damage. Two, yeah, two damage if he did okay. that. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So the only way to get half points was for him to get range one and roll all four hits and me roll all three blanks. And even then, it's only half points. So, right, right. Um, so yeah, if I'd have played it cage here, I would have probably would have been fine. Um, but yeah, a couple of games against like big, big orange numbers. I wrote up a, like a a brief summary of the games on the Discord and posted them up there because I thought it was pretty, uh, pretty interesting to talk about. You know, trying to deal with the big orange numbers with I four being my maximum, and I enjoyed it. You know, I I didn't feel like I was um, up against it until the end when I played stupid. And, and right. this is in both games. Both games, the lowest initiative in the list was I five, so the lowest was above my highest. Um, okay. And yeah, like, definitely the list feels super strong if it's an ace. Like, if the I four is the highest on the table, the list feels really, really strong. But yeah, even, even cool. when you're not, I think it's serviceable. 
I'm going to play against tomorrow. I'm trying to line up a game against Matt. I was talking about on the Discord. He's got a twin defender and he's trying to think of a third ship to put in. So I want to try against that because a couple of people have asked, like, how do you do damage? I'm like, it just does. It's really like, yeah, it might only be two dice shots for a majority of the list, but it's pretty consistently getting like two hits most of the time. Because you're getting the lat rerolls and force and focus or target, you know, right? You're normally well, firing a double modded shot. Isn't it similar to you know the old Howlrunner swarm where you're still getting damage through because of the rerolls or just because yeah. of the volume? You know, you're yeah, basically and like I just make sure that I don't fire one shot at something and expect to damage it. I try and shoot it with three of my ships, and yeah, I've only got four on the tables. But the point is, they're all relatively annoying to kill. So well, that and that and it's still volume. You know, a ship yeah. can only if you if you can modify and get two hits every time. They either have to roll natties every single time or spend tokens to yeah to stay alive. You know, we proved it with your Vader. You know how hard it is to kill a ship sometimes with too few ships. Yeah, because let's just say I had, if I had a third ship on the table shooting at Vader, I probably would have killed Vader. Yeah, and because... that that was how I damaged the IGs. Was yeah. it was the same both ways? You had like double calculates and an evade most yeah. of the time, but I'd right. shoot you three times, four times, and like, yeah, and you're going to get something through. Yeah, you'll. Yeah, I mean, we did have weird dice our game and stuff where we rolled yeah. a lot of evades and we rolled a lot of hits. You know. But at the same time, it's still proven effective that if you have a lot of ships against one ship, your chances are you're going to get damaged through. And if you can do that three or four rounds, you're going to either get them down, you know, definitely get them into half points or take them off the table. You yeah. know, when you have ships that are hard to kill, that makes it even harder <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. So, well, no, it was good fun. Um, then I feel like I've been like operating on like four hours sweep for the last uh the last little while um mm. just like work and then um just crap going on at home and then um i worked on tuesday night got in at like one thirty in the morning like, i've been doing really well like i had a wash and like put my moisturizer on to make sure i don't get my wrinkles and you know um did all of that, brushed my teeth, did everything. Got, got, so it was like just before 2 a.m. I managed to get in bed. Then Evie came through and was like, I've just been sick in my bed. So she wasn't feeling well and throw, throwing up everywhere. So I was like cleaning up sick. And then so it's, yep. it's just one thing after another, after another kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, I was saying before we started recording, I had to cancel um, my Arkham Horror game last night. So I've not played that in what feels like forever um but yeah i mean it is what it is it's just you know what you're gonna do yeah exactly well been there done that you know yeah but that's basically my uh my flight deck to be honest <laughs> i don't feel <laughs> like there's a lot more to it i've done a little yeah. bit of painting not as much as i should i've done um played some league of legends last night because Jill ended up taking the day off work as well because we all felt a bit off. Okay. But I ended up, because I'd obviously only got in from work, gone to bed at two, and then been up with Evie for most of the night. Jill took the day off work. I, I went to bed and only got up at like half two in the afternoon. 
So then when it was time to go to bed properly, I was like, there's no chance this is happening. So I played some League of Legends and was terrible. So that was wasn't fun but then i just decided i was just going to switch roles and play a different thing and then I, it was fine i did well so i enjoyed there that go. there you go yeah we did do D D on monday too oh yeah yeah that was the one yeah after D D, I was chatting with um greg about work until like 1 30 in the morning as well so yeah just, oh wow wow yeah it's been a series of late nights so when you said we could go early why well, ed wasn't going to be here i was more than happy Yep, yep, yep. And I was trying to get done with what I was doing as early as possible to get it going quicker too. So, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, move to the main topic or whatever is our uh, su- pseudo main topic. I, I was thinking we could just go through Nova Squadron Radio style and we could do the news and you know. Oh yeah. Work through yeah. so uh, the, yep. the first bit of news I had, I'll let you do your one next because obviously you've got the op stuff but um the delays have come through for the razor crest and the uh, gauntlet they've been delayed until um what did i say it was that it says springtime on the website now if you go to the asmodee website and do the release calendar it, they've just dropped into springtime, but I think if you click on the actual ships, it does give you a, a street date of April 30th. I had to count on my fingers in my pockets, and January, February, March, April, that's right. April 30th. So they've been pushed back. Um, yep. But the Pride of Mandalore card pack is still sweated for release on the 25th of February. So I, my expectation is just that it was either delays in shipping to different parts of the world or whatever, and they want to do a, a global release or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I'm hopeful that we'll still get points in February because like, the Pride of Mandalore pack comes out. I don't want to buy the cards and not be able to use them. But right, Well, you could I'm... proxy. If you had to, you could proxy. You know, in face-to-face games, you could actually you could proxy in anything. As long as you can get the base size correct, yeah. Well, it's with, fine. The, with the dial, you know, it's more just like you you can generally get a rough idea of points. And like, if they're gonna drop scenarios as well, who who got who fuck knows what the points are gonna be and if it's gonna be valid and like right. how accurate they're gonna be. So yeah, just make right. it up. If if points are right and out, just make it up. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, then you were talking about the uh, announcement um, yeah. for OP stuff. So on Facebook, and I don't know if they put it anywhere else, I couldn't find it on their website. Um, Ed just sent a message if you want to catch it. Um, so I was looking at it. Okay, so so it says here, and I'll, I'll just read the, if, for those that don't have them on their Facebook, if you're interested, it'd be a good idea to follow them on Facebook because they do put out some pretty good information. This is Atomic Mass Games. Um, it says, we are happy to announce that the 2022 world season for Star Wars games will kick off at Adepticon with three events. And they're talking about Legion, Armada, and then, of course, X-Wing. These are world open qualifiers. So these are not like the way the stratification was. These aren't the system opens or anything like that. These are actually um, ways to get world's tickets um, and, and to be be able to be qualified for world's. Um, and I don't know, you know, I'm not 100% sure 
I don't think we've seen anything on regionals yet or anything like that, or if they're going to have a regional system like that. But here's what it says. These events will be first chance for players who've been unable to attend events since 2019 to qualify and participate in the World Championships to be held in late 2022. They will join the existing pool of players who already hold invites for the World Championships from 2019 and early 2020 events. If you believe you have an invite to one of our World Championships from a previous event, please fill out this form. And then it gives you a link to the form to fill out. It says we'll provide updates about the World Championships when more information becomes available. For more information and to register, visit Adepticon's website, and it gives the website. Now, one of the concerns, this is just the only concern that I have about this, is Adepticon is in March. It's at the end of March. We're almost halfway through February, because February is a shorter month that only has 37 days. So, um, you know, March, the end of March will come quick, and without information, um, without information, more information, it puts people a little bit in the lurch that have to travel for Adepticon. Like for me, Adepticon's eight, eight to nine hours away if I wanted to go. So I'm not going to go this year. I do plan on starting back up next year. Um, but for this year, you know, Adepticon is, I believe, somewhere in the range of like March 26th. Yeah, 23rd to the 27th. So basically, you have 40 days. But if they don't, yeah, 40 days, 12 hours, 7 minutes, and 58 seconds, according to the Adepticon. Adepticon site. But the problem comes without knowing what the rules are, you know, what we're what we're out there going to be doing. Are they going to be continue to do the hyperspace style of play? Are they going to do the restricted style? Is it going to be, you know, scenarios, what it's going to be? It forces people to make decisions that they, you know, need to make further time out. And the reason why that is is because there's only so much room at the hotel for you to get, and there's only so many hotels that are close by. Plus, of course, purchasing plane tickets if you have to fly, and if you're flying in from other countries, you know, like Canada, Mexico, South America, and want to come up. But here's the deal. If you don't want to play in the style of play that they're playing, you really don't want to buy the tickets either. You know, if that's not what you want to do. But at the same time, if you want to participate in this and try to get world's tickets, you don't have a choice, you know, you're going to play in whatever is put out there to play. So my hope is that we'll get um, some more information soon um, yeah. about it. I'm, I'm looking at the Adepticon site and they don't have a great deal of information either. Um, it says we are happy to announce that the 2022 world season for our Star Wars games will kick off. It's basically the same thing. These events will be first chance. Yeah, it's all the same thing. We'll provide updates about the world championships when more information becomes available. So basically, it's the same statement that um, AMG yeah. made. You know, so there are some things that are important, and then of course, you know, you have to look at your health and safety stuff too. You know, is it worth going if you're, you know, whatever your thoughts and feelings are about whatever the guidelines are at that time. So. I'm glad that they put something out and I'm glad it's restarting, you know, because we really, we really need to get events going. I think it's good for the health of, you know, all gaming communities to do that. But I think it's good for Atomic Mass to do this because I think the longer you wait, the harder it is to restart this thing under, if it's going to be X-Wing 2.5 as we call it, or will it be 2.0 or what exactly will it be? So. 
Um, anyway, I just wanted to get that information out to everybody that uh, at Adepticon, and that's basically in Chicago. It's just outside of Chicago. Um, it's a great event. I went there 2017, 18. Um, I was a judge there. During, I think it was 18. Um, I was a judge there for that, and I did I did the first day of the qualifier events, and then I ran all the side events for Fantasy Flight, which was awesome. It was just fun. And uh, Brent Wong, if you know Brent, um, he's uh, or Brett Wong, he's a great guy. He helped me out, and uh, but it was just you know just a fun time. But yeah, I plan on I plan on going next year. I won't be able to do it this year, um, but next year I plan on going, and I. I'm going to try to actually hit as many cons starting next year as I can. Um, you know, with I, I want my first event I travel to to be like a focus con. Yes, it will. That's the first one I'm going to go to, too. <laughs> we just have to, you know, figure out what the. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's yeah, a lot of there's a lot of logistics with that yeah. one. And not only for you, but countries have to be open and allow people to get back into their own country and you know, at the time. So hopefully, hopefully this summer or fall, we can do that and yeah. kind of get back on track. Oh, I've got because... kind of in the works. I'm, there's a chance I get to go to a Gamma Trade show again as well. Ooh, but, that'd be um, great. That's nowhere near nailed down, if you know what I mean. It's just a... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's the news that we have on... The new worlds open. They're called world open qualifiers. So there's they're not system opens. They're not. They're just qualifiers now for worlds. So that's kind of cool to see that announced. I saw you know we saw that yesterday, the day before. I can't remember which day. Um, um yeah, a couple of days ago, something like that. It was announced on their site on the fourth, and then I saw it. Um, I saw it in Facebook. You know, a couple of days later because. I only have Facebook on my phone. I don't have it on my computers at all or tablet or anything. So I don't go to Facebook as much, but I saw the the thing ding and come up and and so thought it was important to tell the world and uh you know, hopefully our listeners who who want to go. Um you know, Adepticon like I was saying real quick, Adepticon was really good too. Um you know, Adepticon, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if they would still have them, but they have the you know, the, the special bags that you can get depending upon the level of, you know, whatever you pay for entry and stuff. They have challenge coins, which this year's Adepticon challenge coin is really cool. Um, it's uh, like a piratey skull face, and then on the back's a dagger. It's very piratey, you know, it's a, kind of that Adepticon feel, if you've ever paid attention to Adepticon. Yeah. Um, but they also have a terrain challenges. They have painting challenges and things like that at you know at Adepticon, which is really cool too. So um great event. I've been there before. I plan on going again. Um very enjoyable. There's a couple hotels nearby the event center too. It's just if you do that, you just have to be mindful of parking because there's only so much parking in the lot of the hotel that's there. So yeah. and when I went, we stayed at um I can't remember it was one of the Hilton style hotels it was the like suite type room thing. yeah um and we just had a great time so um anyway i could talk about it all night and i don't want to <laughs> drag 
I, I don't want it to be a Nova Squadron four-hour range show here, just me talking about it. Well, I, I mean, I put my asteroid at range two of my edge and range two of the side of the table. Then he put an asteroid at range two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I drove, I drove 17 miles, stopped at a rest area, you know, to get to Adepticon, and then, yeah. Yeah, fun times, <laughs> you know. Always, always. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, atomic mass uh, news as far yeah. as that goes. Um, and I'm sure if you're looking at uh, Las Vegas Open stuff, um, there's a lot out there. I th- I'm pretty sure on it. You could watch Gold Squadron podcast stuff on it. They were doing the event and doing the. I think they. I do think that was a single elimination tournament too. Just, just uh, I believe that one went to single elimination um, instead of being a like a round robin or any other type of play style. So, um, you know, and I don't know what we have on that, but it, I watched a few, few matches and stuff and it was pretty, pretty cool to watch. So. Yeah. I, I going to be, I didn't get to watch any of it because I was, I think I was painting stuff for those days, but I can't remember now. So I'm terrible. Worst X-Wing podcast in the world. Don't, I don't even know who won. I'm so bad. You know, whoever you were, well done. I feel like this is worse than if I'd just said nothing at all now. But I'll just edit it out. It'll be all right. No, no one will ever know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, yes, yeah, so flight decks and news done, I suppose. The main topic, we did get a few more crew cards from what I'm hoping is the, uh, the Pride of Mandalore pack and not the Gauntlet, because there's a couple of tasty ones in there that I'm really looking forward to. Um, by looking forward to, I mean just unleashing on people, so I don't they don't like me anymore. <laughs> That's the goal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean we finally have an Obi Wan Kenobi crew card, but it doesn't just tell Luke to use the Force. This is for the Republic, so you get some nice, you know, romantic uh, Duchess mm-hmm. Satine and uh, Obi Wan in his Clone Wars armor, yep. you know, all cozied up, but um. He is Republic only. Obi-Wan Kenobi gives you one force. And then after a friendly ship at range zero to two spends a focus or evade token, you may spend one force. If you do, that ship gains one focus token. And that's just... All I see is a cascading effect of Yoda, Obi-Wan, and then um, Shakti letting you carry tokens over. So yep. I've got I've got two evade tokens because I carried one over and then I'm going to spend an evade token to get a focus token, which I can then spend because I'm still in the modify results step to convert my eyeballs. Yoda's gonna spend his force, so it was Yoda who did it, not Obi-Wan. And then <laughs> and then when I spend that focus token, I'll spend my um boss again and then this time obi-wan can do it you know why not then i'll have one evade token left and a focus token on my ship that started with two evade tokens and converted folk eyeballs and a blank why okay Uh, everyone's got stealth devices for everyone obviously you know as far as the eye can see yep Yep, but um this is pretty terrifying if you Mm -hmm. uh as we were discussing earlier if you can't focus fire um 
Like, there's very little chance that one shot ever does meaningful damage. Like, you have to four-star the entire list now when you're considering that. But on the flip side, you know, if, you ha- if you're forcing someone to take Yoda, I feel like you're already winning. Yeah. So, because Yoda doesn't dish out damage. He just makes all of your other abilities more cheesy. So, <laughs> oh. I guarantee uh, you, you, someone has a bad day playing against this card. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's it, it, well that combination, like you said, with Yoda is going to be it's going to be a tough one. You know, we'll see how it goes. That's all I can say. You know, yeah. we'll we'll see what the what kind of effect that bringing another force user who allows you to do things with tokens. It'll be interesting to see yeah. how it goes. I, Obi-Wan in the ship, when he was, uh, if you spend a, a focus, you can spend a force to get a focus back, was was mm-hmm. good. The fact that this is, you can do this with evade tokens now as well, yep. that it's just, that is above and beyond. That's really good, because you spend the evade token, and you're still in the modify result step, so when you get that um, focus token, you can still spend it. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I Personally, I would have probably worded this uh, after a friendly ship at range zero to two defend it, uh, defends. If it spent a focus or an evade token, you may spend one force for it to gain a focus token, because at least that way it's um, you know not stacking in that one one attack. But what do I know? I don't write the cards. Nope. <laughs> you know what the best thing is, Sean. I can be pretty confident that neither do AMG when it comes to these ones. I would agree with that 100%. So there's still a lot of words on these cards. It feels like FFG. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one thing I do want to um, really quick before we go on, Chris, is yeah. one of the things, if you're looking for X-Wing ships from 1.0, um, Asmodee still has a bunch in stock. Yeah. You know, if you're just starting the game and you're looking for some of these ships, uh, go to Asmodee and look at their shop. Um, you can get an IG two thousand for twenty bucks. You know, okay. you can get they, everything's. You know, all their one stuff is is marked down quite a bit too. Yeah, so I know. I know. Uh, if you can also email Sentrybox. Uh, sorry, orders at Sentrybox dot com and ask what used ships they have in the cabinet because we have a bunch as well, and yep. I price them about right roughly half of what they sell for online in canadian so if it if an assault gunboat is selling for 100 us dollars i normally sell it for 50 bucks canadian so you yeah know, you, you can just go and milk it you know do some profiteering that. Yeah. yeah you cannot beat that price ship worldwide but shipping's really expensive at the minute which is why i have to sell the ship so cheap because otherwise people just won't order them but, right you know it is what it is but yeah i've ordered from asmodee to get my um Von Reg's tie because it was a. I think it's still out of stock in Canada since release. I don't know if it's even come back in once. Um, the Reaper and the um, Source Renegades box have been out of stock forever as well. So I've I've done some orders from the Asmodee site. Shipped pretty yep. quick. Didn't have any issues. Yep. I I was just throwing that out there just because if you're yeah, just getting so. into the game and and I'm a. I'm a firm believer in new players and catering to new players more so than the ones that have been around for 10 years with the game or going on 10 years. Um, I really think it's good 
good to get people pointed at where they need to go. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Good, good shout out. Um, then the next card we can look at would be Satine Crazer. Cruise. Cries, Cries, Cries. Yeah. Um, Bo Katan's sister, I think. Um, yeah, she was she was the ruler of Mandalore, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, at the start of the engagement phase, so she's a Republic only crew with two recurring charges. So at the start of the engagement phase, you may spend two charges. If you do, each friendly ship may choose to gain one depleted token and one focus token, or to gain one disarm token and an evade token. So this one I'm not as uh I'm not as convinced just off the, the the card, but then your brain starts actually ticking over and you can do mm-hmm. some weird again because it's Republic, so you have to consider stuff like um who uh, Paul Coon can strip for disarm token. Yeah. So like Paul can sit there all disarmed without a shot, and other people can have their evade tokens. And but yeah, each friendly ship can do it. So there's a whole bunch of um, weird and wonderful things you can stack up, but not as you know, horrible as Obi Wan. To my first in my my gut. <laughs> um, one thing about it is that it is interesting to me is that there's no range restriction on it. Oh yeah, it's a Palpatine, a first set yeah. Palpatine card, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, away, yeah. Uh, a, a, a rebel a layer. layer. Yeah. Yep. And it's every other turn, so like, yep, yeah, I'm pretty exactly. happy with this. Um, the next yeah, one, uh, Corky Crease, Cries, Crease, Cries. Um, after a friendly ship is in your, is that your front arc? Yeah, your front There's, arc. Yeah. At range one to two becomes the defender. You may. I'm getting kind of a. So you've got a small one. Sorry, I've got a big one here. Um, yeah. You may transfer one green token to it. Full yep. stop. Yep. And then while a friendly ship in your front, front arc, arc range again. one to two defends, if you obstruct the attack, the defender rolls one Want additional it? defense die. Yeah. So what, this is an ability off this cat. So the second part is what I want to talk about first. So I, if you can get yourself to be facing your friends, not the enemy, then this is stupid because you can take Tactical Scrambler as well. Yep. And I believe that that would all stack because <laughs> um, it's just two different card abilities that yeah. allow you to roll different... I mean, what, what's the I'm going to have to look at a word in that now. <laughs> and, and that's, Scrambler that's... 2.0 X-Wing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a modification... While you obstruct an enemy ship's attack, the defender rolls one additional dice. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so aren't we back into one point now, where we're starting to token stack and starting to extra die, <laughs> and you know, I mean, isn't that I, what two I've got, go I've for? got faith in Big Daddy AMG to just say no. You know all those I, new I cards. You, you know those cards I just sold you and banned. All of them, yeah, or or, or 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 they're restricted from being used together. You know. You can create restricted lists that don't allow card combinations. Yeah, I know for um, Crisis Protocol, they have like a restriction list as well, so you can only have like maybe two of two items off a restricted list and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So there's this, scope for them to do a bunch of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think with this, with X-Wing, I think you could do it any way you want, you know, where you could, you could limit it to restricted cards or... 
just make combinations, like, kind of like they do in Magic in some ways where they restrict combinations, you know? Yeah. I, I'm never a fan, Chris. I'm never a fan of banning stuff, but I understand why you have to do it. You know, I play magic still and I understand banning, you know, when cards, yeah. when cards rule the meta, you have to do something. You don't have a choice. And yeah, I, I just, I'm past it now. Sean, just ban everything. <laughs> I, I had one bag. I lost to it once. Just ban it. Ban it. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's get it, get out, get it out. We're done. Yep. No more. Yep. And okay. then, of course, the... Oh, sorry. Sorry. So I was going to... So, like, whilst it's extremely situational for you to go down... I, I've spoken about it in the past, like, chasing that gimmick. So I don't yep. think it's... I don't think Tactical Scrambler and this is together is going to be good. But it's going to ruin a person's day. Yes. Oh. And probably more than one person's day yeah. overall. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that it's, you know... Like, the real the real spoiler is you just shoot that ship. Exactly. What, why aren't you killing the giant ship? But we've obviously put even more crew on to make it even more expensive and hand <laughs> you those points. Just kill it. Just kill it. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm in I'm in full agreement with you on that. Just just knock it out of the park and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Um then it's just the Pride of Mandalore pack was the, the fourth picture on that one. But then we've got Four, uh, three more crew. Um, yeah, it's just all Republic crew. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Oh no, um, sorry. No, this, this is, is Rebel, Rebel yeah, or Reb- Scum. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them well, are Rebel or Scum, and one yeah. is Rebel. Do you want to start with mm-hmm. Bo-Katan? Should we get Starbuck in there? Or yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Um, so Bo-Katan is a crew singles crew slot. Rebel or Scum. After you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, each friendly ship at range zero to two may remove. One or or one red or orange token. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, now you're going to attack that ship you want to take off the board and take some st- stress or strain or something off of you, you know. Well, the, the good <laughs> thing about this is immediate, my brain immediately went to, oh, well, you just put her on the, the cheapest, lowest initiative generic so that it shoots last so that yep. you can remove all your stress to be stress-free next turn. Then I was like, wait a minute. Put her on your most expensive, highest initiative ship so yep. that you can play regen rebels and then remove exactly. all of those disarm tokens. Yeah, exactly. th- there it is. But yeah, right, think... just the fact that you can go either extreme with it and plan around it seems really good fun. Yep. So so let's let's start a we should start a segment on this when we get new cards like this. <laughs> ban restrictor use you know or ban restrict or <laughs> normal play at this point because we're seeing a lot of this chris where there's, I can see a, AMG... there's a lot of words on these ffg cards man it makes me there sad I, I thought like i remember when 2.0 first came out and i was talking about how i was really enjoying playing lists that just had no upgrades right like bubba fett with maybe slave one title and that was it Mm-hmm. Like Fenro with just nothing, you yeah. Know, just yeah, yep. Just taking these like cheap, just use the chassis abilities, use the pilot abilities, and that was enough. But, right, right. But not anymore. You know, we're uh, back to you know ban restrictor. You know, legal. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, I mean, we could do instead. Instead of worrying about points, Chris, we just figure out if they're going to be banned, restricted, or or legal in the next one we do. 
Well, I would I would use this card. I don't know how yet, too. but I would definitely use this card. But mainly because yeah. it's got um Starbuck holding the dark saber. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? I didn't earn it right. in combat. I'm gonna have to like yeah, give it away. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know. Right now, isn't the the Mandalorian, isn't he, isn't uh uh Din Djarin oh. the leader of Mandalore right now? Uh, theoretically, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh all right, next card is Fenrau. Yeah, Rebel or Scum Crew card. Um, this is a nice art piece. I like the mountain. It, I do I, too, yeah. It's mainly because it just looks like where I live. So oh, okay. I need I need to get my uh, my Fenrau cosplay on and uh, go in the mountains. Yep, yep. So um, Rebel, or Crew, Rebel or Scum Crew card. Before a friendly ship at range 0 to 2 engages, if its revealed maneuver is speed one or higher and there is an enemy ship in its front arc at range one that friendly ship may remove one non-lock red token okay so now we have to go all the way back to satine about uh, taking the depleted tokens to get focuses <laughs> because suddenly that seems really good so yeah I, I will roll one less attack dice i promise sure sure just True. again, just joust everybody all day long. I, I'm a big fan, but yeah, I mean, obviously, people are gonna be like, But Chris, she was Republic only, and this is Rebel Oscar. And I'm gonna be like, Don't tell me what cards say, it's okay. Just because I can't mix them doesn't mean I'm not going to. I'll make up a new format so I can play it together, it'll be fine, right? Um, our last card is Ursa Ren, um, she is a rebel. So, are there like only like ten names in the entire galaxy? Oh, uh, no, so this Ren. is Sabine's mum. I get it. I, I totally understand that, you know. But at the same time, remember, th this is the thing. The reason why you don't like Star Wars, Sean, because everyone is always related, and it's always the same families. Like, there's only like twelve different families in the entire galaxy. Right. So, right. That matter, right? You know, the 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 rest are all just non-effects. But yeah. anyway, this is a Ursa Ren is a crew card for Rebel only or Rebel. Um, you can maintain up to two locks. Each lock must be on a different object. Keyword object. Yeah. After a friendly ship at range zero to three is locked, you may acquire a lock on an enemy ship. Yeah, well, it started off, and I was like, oh, it's just. It Right, there's a droid that does this already, and it's in Rebels, so this isn't going to see too much play. And then that second sentence comes in. Like, oh, you want to target lock me? Do you want to fire off your ordnance? Go on, I dare you. I'll take my free lock. Yep. So here's a question I'm going to ask with this, because it's probably going to be asked somewhere. But it says, after a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 is locked, you may acquire a lock on an enemy ship. So will that break the range range? rule or does that mean you can lock on any enemy ship or do you have to be within uh, acquire lock range? Um, acquiring still follows the range restrictions uh, okay I'm, I'm 90% sure on that 99% sure um, it doesn't like you can do it when you're stressed because it's not doing the action but, correct um, the term I believe it's in the rules reference under locks it's acquiring I'm a lock is following that process of measuring the range and everything is part of acquiring a lock. So you need okay. you need a special caveat to break that range restriction 
uh, like specifically worded. Otherwise, you just follow the normal acquire rules. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm just making. Yeah, I'm throwing that out there because no, it's a good question. Yeah. Right, people will ask. Uh, it's just uh, without looking it up. That's my uh, my memory of how that works. Yeah, it says here a ship ships can can lock to use their computer to acquire targeting data on environmental hazards or other ships. When a ship performs a target lock action, it acquires a lock. Yeah. A locking ship is a ship that is attempting to acquire lock by performing the follow steps. Measure range from the locking ship to any other objects. Um, yeah. Choose another object at range zero to three. So that states yeah. it right there. Um, assign a lock token to it with a number matching the ID number of the locking ship. So yeah. that answers the question, but because it doesn't give the range, you know, yeah. I'm just making sure. And that's for my, you know, yeah. recall no, I, on it too. People are going to ask it, Sean. It, it, it come, that kind of stuff comes up all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. I see it. I, I see your page that <laughs> you seem to, that you seem to want to get, you know, it's just, I, I want to just get get run over over and over again. Over and over, by, yeah. It's like yeah. it's it's like you're a monk flogging yourself all the time. You just want the pain. Oh, what should I do today? Should I do something productive, or should I flagellate myself against the exactly. X Wing Rules Question Group? Well, you know. <laughs> um, and all of these cards, I believe you stated it already, but just in case we missed it, are all from the Pride of Mandalore set coming out. It's a card pack. Coming out twenty fifth. So that one is not being delayed. Is that correct? That's correct. Well, according to information I have on the uh, the Asmodee website, this pack with these cards comes out on the twenty fifth of February. Okay. Yep, I see it. Does does yeah. state that at this point in time? But yeah, I mean, just, by the time this episode airs, who who the fuck knows? You know, who knows? Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. That's releases at this time in the world, in this day and age, nobody really knows what to expect. So, yeah. When you look at the Razor Crest, um, which I do like the pl- price point, it does say four twenty nine twenty twenty two for the Razor Crest. Yeah, yeah. Which, whether I play it or not, I am going to buy that model. That's a beautiful model. Oh yeah, I'll uh, I've I've pre ordered one of those, one Pride of Mandalore. One gauntlet, and okay. then there's a fairly decent chance that the missing skew from this wave is the Republic Z95 because it was spoiled by a Canadian, uh, not a Canadian, a, a Brazilian distributor, I believe. But uh, you have to take a pinch of salt because um, the image they used to apparently solicit for pre orders for it was a picture of the scum z95 okay so yeah there was a there was a graphic going around um from a distributor of like dates and stuff for ships coming out and one of them was labeled as republic z95 but it had a picture of as a scum z95 okay. so i i believe there's well, a, a 50 50 chance that we're being trolled or the distributors did distributor things and put out information they weren't supposed to right i I, i'm on board with either one of those timelines you know yeah exactly i I understand um that's it from those those items yeah yeah i said that's the main bits we had um to like cover and 
churn through. I Obi Wan is the one for me that I'm most excited slash terrified of. Yep. Just I just hate I I wish it was after the attack had finished because I think there's too many things that combo with it. Yeah. But hey, you know, what are you gonna do? Um Oh exactly. All the other stuff is well, I can see there's rabbit holes for you to go down, but I think Obi Wan's just straight up good. So Yep, no, I agree. Oh wow, I can get colored bases for six bucks. I oh I mean I do have a topic I can talk about because uh, I I was expecting the delivery tomorrow then I was told it might come today then it's back to tomorrow again now but I ordered some um some some ships for a generic space game that look awfully like an Aether sprite with the R two unit in the middle so it would be a Delta Seven B and then there's some Aders Ada twos with like the wings closed. And hmm. then, like, there's Yoda's little modified Ada 2. Okay. Because um, I was like, I've, you mentioned the color bases. When I've been flying a Jedi, I make sure whatever color lightsaber they have is the color base that they're on. And then the clones, okay. the clones just get plain ones because screw the clones. Right, you know? right. No, that's that, cool. That's a good idea. But then I was like, I, I really should pull my finger out and actually start repainting these, these ships. So, I repainted a couple. I repainted my um, my jump master be, to be non one. I've repainted okay. uh, some of the um, what faction is it? Uh, Resistance A wing stuff. So I had like a Luo, um A wing and did all my dials for there. But for the one that's crying out for the most repaint potential of all of those different Jedi personalized starfighters, I just haven't got round to it. So it's like you know what. I'll order these extra ones, then they come unpainted, and I've just got to like, I, I don't have a choice then. But I'm also not ruining a model if I get it wrong. Right, right. So, um, I'm gonna be going through finding some old beaten up Tie Fighters and pulling the pegs out of them so I can insert it into these new models. <laughs> um, so that um, that's my plan anyway. I'm gonna do some X-wing repaints on one of the streams coming up, or. Um, maybe this, maybe this weekend we'll see. Maybe do next weekend. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, that'd uh, be cool. Yeah. So I've got to do um, a Shakti Ada two. I've got to do a Luminara seven B, and then I'll probably do Yoda's um, Ada two as well, just because it's tiny, teeny right, tiny. Right. <laughs> oh, um, anything else to go over? Um. No, really. That's all of my topics. I mean, it looks like it's Eddie. It's the one who makes us take forever. The must Blavering be. on about 40k all the time. Right, his, his eight-hour flight decks. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, um, man. But yeah, I I don't really have too much more. Um, I was expecting to be talking about X-Wing games as they happened today, so I've not really done anything above and beyond that. Right, which oh, is yeah. kind of where I was too. I was getting ready to figure out lists today, and and then we got the message earlier because I have lists that I want to do, but yeah. you know we're trying to rein it in a little bit. And so I was looking at it, and that message came through, and I was like, "Well, okay, yeah, are we going to do a show tonight? You know, what was the what was the deal?" But I think I think we covered about everything. 
know yeah I, mean? I, I think this is probably the best option i said i don't i was chatting to ed after he said he sent a message and just like yeah i'd i would rather we get it done just so he doesn't feel under any pressure that so like if right. it gets to right. sunday and like i'd rather we we're done it's fine we've got some we could do a we could do it if he wants to jump in on something, we could do an in focus too, you know. And yeah, we, once he's back, if he wants to chat about stuff, we like I said, was the Mandalorian slash um, other fat stuff you wanted or wanted to talk about. There's a bunch of other little topics we can do. So yeah, I'm not not overly concerned, but yeah, I'm yeah quite happy for us to actually do a a, a bite sized show for us. Be like yeah. after. I, after I truncate the silence, it'll probably be under an hour. And what is scary too, Chris, is we actually talked mostly X-Wing. Mostly. <laughs> mostly. That's it. Because we didn't have someone going on about 40k. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Big sad. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you got some housekeeping? Uh, yeah. Say. I do indeed. So I wanted to take some time to thank all the Patreons. Uh, your support really does help especially like everything seems to be getting more expensive again at the moment so um yeah that's that was a nice welcome relief when some patreon money turned up to help cover a couple of unexpectedly higher bills this month so that was awesome thanks everyone you can go to lack of focus podcast on patreon um generally we advise just chip in like a dollar an episode kind of thing if you want to do more you're more than welcome to but we try to not strain other people's uh checkbooks because obviously as i said everything's getting more expensive so even if no money was given we'd still do this it's not a it's not a for profit <laughs> um I, I mean if we ever get to a point where i'm making a profit after i spend far too much on giving shipping patreon stuff out anyway I, i'll i'll take it but we're a long, long way off from that, so don't don't you worry yourselves. Um, <laughs> we also have the Dice Hate uh, Patreon, which is just a monthly um, flat fee. So, right. Generally, if you want to just support me because you love me personally, that's the one. If you want to support content, do the lack of focus one, because then I have to make content or I don't get money, you know? I could sit around and never put content out again and still take people's money for Dice That's okay. <laughs> but um, I do have some Patreon news. Now we are at this point of the show. I got the, what I think is the finalized design for the Evade tokens. Uh, thank you, Matt, one of our locals who's in the Discord. Um, guy I was chatting about who I'm going to be playing a game against tomorrow. Uh, took a look at the files and we bounced a few ideas back and forward so i've sent that to alan and he should be looking to cut a couple out of the remaining uh, acrylic we've got left so i can actually see some uh, physical like tests of it but we should have a lack of evade tokens should get done in the next like month or so so they'll get shipped out this year um obviously i'll go back through anyone who was a patreon last year who's cancelled you'll still get your tokens and i always make sure uh, anyone who's given anything still gets something uh, i don't you know i don't make people worry about when and where they paid so that's why i lose so much money doing it you know someone gives <laughs> me a dollar once for one show and then i'm like okay here's your 10 bucks worth of tokens and 25 dollars worth of shipping <laughs> 
Yeah, that is true. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, well, that's been uh, been a an epic journey. It's taken us like two two years. It feels like to get here. But the next set of tokens is um, well well along now. I'm pretty happy with the result. Um, hopefully, obviously, I've not seen them in acrylic. I've just seen the mockups. Um, you can ask us questions as well. You can shoot us emails over at uh, lackoffocuspodcast at gmail dot com. You can shoot us Facebook messages at lackoffocuspodcast on Facebook. I personally think the best way to communicate, and we get new people joining every time a show comes out. Uh, but heading over to a Discord, the link's always in the description for the episode. But head over to a Discord, come in. Personally, I like it when people have at least the first name in brackets at the end or something, just so I have some idea of who we're talking to. But you don't have to, we don't have any rules or anything like that. But um, I'm on there, I always try and answer questions. So it was a good discussion, actually. I did consider um, stealing it to be a uh, a topic. But uh, it was a good conversation in the X-Wing talk about um, like re- ship reprints and stuff like that. So uh, it was a good back and forth last week. Uh, we were talking about that and my anecdotes from around the industry things. So I did think about making that one of the topics of conversations to have during the game that we played. But um, obviously that put a pin in that one. We'll get there. Um, so yeah, make yep. sure you, you join the Discord. We're all in there. We use it for our um, RPGs when we, we run that as well. And people are more in, well, we normally put a call out to if anyone wants to play, if we're looking at stuff or any like video game stuff we do, we put in there. So yeah, cannot recommend it enough. And yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all of our um, our admin stuff. So Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I suppose it's just Ed's closing lines, isn't it? So, um, yeah. Thanks again, Sean. It's always good to have you around. Yeah, it's good to be here and uh, look forward to the next show. Maybe, maybe we'll get back on track and can get a game in, you know, but we'll see, you know, how it, how it goes. Yeah. And as and always, Chris, folks, and, and Chris, yeah. Chris, always good to have you here. Our, mm. our, our uh, everything doer of everything for the show. <laughs> um, yeah. Without you, the show wouldn't exist, and I can guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's not like I'm relevant now, so I don't think I'd be any less relevant without the show anyway, so it's not a problem. You know? No, I, I understand. I'm quite open with the fact that this is fairly self-indulgent now, and I just enjoy hanging out with you guys and chatting about stuff. So like, the fact that we record it doesn't really... You yeah, know, exactly. factor in. I don't exactly. I'd like to say <laughs> that it it's difficult or feels like well, and like so, sometimes the editing does. Or like when something goes wrong, it's annoying. But the actual process of doing the show is always just fun. So yeah, I wouldn't do it anymore if I, if it wasn't. You know, we've been doing it long enough. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we know. We, I mean, I know that Nova quit for other reasons, but that was kind of becoming a burden anyway at the yeah. end you know so yeah this is fun i enjoy it i yep. i have ideas to do to do some more content but and i'm like oh everything's changing so i don't like i wanted to do a bunch of content around like the list building i'm doing at the moment and i'm like but what if this list is just completely irrelevant or not even legal when the game changes 
And I'm like, yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm probably just going to continue riding, not doing any real X-Wing content for a little bit longer. And then I'll try and hit the ground running again once we get new stuff. So I'm excited for it. Yep. And with worlds looking like it's opening back up, and I'm not talking about the world, I'm talking about events for worlds. Um, that'll start giving us something to <laughs> something to chat about. Yeah. I'm a, I'm pretty a, pretty excited for other people, if that makes any sense. So I, I have no inclination to I mean I'll probably try to go to worlds, but I have no intention of playing X Wing. Yeah, I'll I'll go to Worlds also not this year. This year everything will go to next year. So anything I want to do, I'm always speaking about 2023. Yeah. Um, I won't have the vacation time this year, but I should next year to be able to travel and do whatever, you know. And no matter where Worlds is, you know, I have family in most places or friends in most places. So it's great to go and enjoy. And if you show up and we get Ed there and, you know, yeah. potentially other people, you know, Chad maybe, you know, so on and so forth. Well, Chad's um, only got three more episodes off, according to Ed, and then he needs to come back. Yeah, yeah, for episode 100. We're up four episodes away. Yeah, oh, exactly. So the 15th of February is when this one should hit. So then one, two, April-ish, I think. Early April we yeah. should have. I mean, hopefully episode 100 will line up with X-Wing 2.5 then. And these new yeah. ships. Yep, exactly. So, we'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do Ed stuff of, um, you know, thanks yep. to everyone. And uh, as always, just play 40k, but Purge a Heretic, Burn Young Queen, Praise a Good Emperor. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Yeah, and roll casual. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you once again for joining the Lack of Focus X-Wing podcast. Check out Dice Hate Productions for all the latest episodes, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you again next episode.